What a treat we have for you this week, dear listener. There's no Tommy here this week, just me. Flying solo. Han Solo. If you're wondering why I'm flying solo in real life, a.k.a. single, I think that last statement pretty much uh, paints the perfect picture, don't you think? Huh? It's a little bit weird sitting here without Tommy staring at me with his beady little scared little eyes, you know, like a creature of the night. But uh, we're going to power through something different, huh? Things come up. We can't leave you without entertainment. So that's what I'm going to try to do as I sit here by myself rambling like a goddamn nut. I feel like a lunatic doing this by myself. Like, how do you even begin to justify talking to yourself? So I'm going to imagine you, dear listener, in front of me, and I'm conversing with you. And yes, dear listener, I am going to use that old showbiz trick. You know, they what they teach you if you're on stage, and you're feeling a little nervous, or you're giving this great big public speech, or you're in a meeting and you're giving the presentation of your life. They always say, imagine your audience naked. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. Hey, girls. Hey. I always thought that was a bad bit of advice, though. I mean, what, are you supposed to go up there giving your presentation with some kind of kind of boner there? Huh? That's weird. So is the word boner and the fact that I just said it with my mouth. Gross. Well, I hope you're all well. How's everybody doing? I forgot to ask. That was very rude of me. You know, I hope you're all training and saying your prayers and eating your vitamins, brother. And I hope this episode is entertaining and isn't a big disappointment, because let me tell you, raving like a lunatic in front of my computer here. Ah, kind of weird, is it not? So the fact that you're listening, by the way, you weirdo. What are you, some kind of creep? Listening to the ravings of a, a solo lunatic here? Hmm? But I hope it doesn't disappoint you, because there's a lot of disappointment in this world anymore. Every time I turn around... I'm being disappointed by someone or something. About sick and tired of these people letting me down. Is there no more decent people in this universe? Are they all gone? Is everyone a creep? Every time we turn around, there's some celebrity or friend or associate coming out of the woodwork, being some sort of creep. And it all has to do with sex, usually. Like, that's the prime motivating factor. I don't get it, man. Sex is weird. People get so weird about sex. It's so weird. Like, I literally, I just walked outside, got the mail, and saw the neighbor's dogs, one of the neighbor's dogs mounting the other neighbor's dogs, just raw-dogging it right there in the backyard. I'm like, that's weird. I, I judged them right there. I said, that's weird. You stop it, dogs. Have some courtesy to find a goddamn room, you know? Normal people are trying to uh, enjoy their everyday lives. Sex is weird, though, man. Everybody's got some weird quirk anymore that comes... Robert Kraft, ancient, ancient owner of the Patriots, soliciting prostitutes, allegedly. What are you doing, you old, creepy man? I had a friend recently that really... Man... I thought he was the biggest Boy Scout in the world. I did. And then it comes out of the woodwork. Not so much. Can anyone else hear that ticking clock? There's a clock in this. There's a clock in the pod shack right now that's ticking like 
madness right now. It's so loud. I can't even believe it. Hopefully you can't hear that. Hmm. I looked up to this guy, though. Like, I, I thought he was the best man. No, not so much. Stop being creeps, people. That's That's the bottom line. That's the long and short of it. If you're about to do something and the thought crosses your mind, well, this might make me out to be a piece of shit. It's probably going to make you out to be a piece of shit. So don't do it. Live your life shit free, would you? Before you do anything in this world, what you should do is imagine the face of your beautiful mother and whether or not the action you're about to take or the thing you're about to say or the thing you're about to text or that dick pic you're about to send would put a frown on her face? And the answer is yes, then don't do it. Don't do that thing. Make your mama proud, would you? Make me proud. I'm sick of you people. God damn it. Be decent for once. Treat each other decent for once. Is it so hard to go about your everyday existence without being a piece of garbage? Apparently so. Disappointments, though. It was an eventful day yesterday, dear listeners. I, I worked both jobs. I was both a miserable retail slave and a respectable member of society, you know, really. Really making, leaving my mark on this world. And at my more respectable job, I fixed a laser printer. Have you heard of these things? That impress you at all? Laser printer? Fixed it? I'm a man of many talents, a jackass of all trades, okay? Be impressed. I'll allow it. Let the all wash over you. Let it flow back. And now listen very carefully. I'm very disappointed because when I was a kid... I was led to believe that lasers were going to be the most dangerous thing that I'd ever encounter. Lasers were so dangerous and badass that everyone wanted to be in front of that laser background in their school pictures because it was the coolest thing. Here's a sad little fact you may not know about your about your lovable host here. I never got my pictures taken in front of those lasers. It cost a little bit extra. My mom and dad were like, oh, no, no, not loosen up the purse strings for that. I mean, couldn't you kick in a couple quarters or something? Just so I could be relevant and cool, mom and dad. I went my entire life without being in front of a laser background. Like, maybe I could hit up Max at the Sears Portrait Studio and have me set up with some badass laser background to rectify this horrible tragedy. I don't know if there's a Max that works at a Sears Portrait Studio, but I would imagine so. Seems like a very Sears name, Max. How could I ever consider myself to be a true man without having a laser background and in at least one of my school pictures? It would have been great with my large glasses, super mullet, stupid striped shirt. Yeah, I had fashion sense even back then. Lasers are everywhere now, like laser printers. They be printing my words. Laser pointers, they antagonizing kittens all across this great nation of ours. LASIK? That's using lasers to fix your broke-ass eyes. Hell, you can even get all that gross hair lasered off your back. Tommy. You know, he's not listening probably, so he'll never take that advice. (laughs) Remember G.I. Joe? Did you ever watch that cartoon when you were a wee lad or lass? So it was a, if you don't know, if you live under some sort of stupid rock... G.I. Joe was a cartoon about this special forces army taking on a group of terrorists. But they didn't use bullets and grenades like 
I don't know. Apparently, they didn't want to show the horrors of war in this cartoon. Like, I don't get it. You don't want people getting shot in the head with bullets or being set on fire with flamethrowers? You don't want a group of eight-year-olds to see that? Huh? So do you know what they used instead? Lasers. Blue and red lasers. You know, they were shooting each other with lasers. But apparently I had it all wrong. I always thought the lasers were supposed to kill or maim or hurt your enemy. But maybe they were doing each other a favor. Shooting those lasers all over the place. Oh, you just burned off my chest hair and fixed my eyesight at the same time. Thanks, Cobra. I guess I had it all wrong. Maybe you wanted to leap out in front of a laser and fix that unibrow of yours. So if you're keeping track, that's only two things in this world I've ever gotten wrong. Most people... And the lasers. Completely wrong about both. Oh boy, I think we did it. I think we got through this cold open of this solo show, this solo. Jesus Christ. Drop that beat, D-boy. We're drinking summer shandy on Thursday. So motherfucking out here though. We never been this out here. Woo! <laughs> what you know about Leonard Skinner? Whack of the intro, the hotter the verse every time, baby. They're gonna walk all over you Pressure pushing down on me Pushing down on you Shit, let's raise the roof Woo. About time, it's the era of the rebels Cloud nine in the era up in the vessels Generation fearless Got a taste for weirdness Flow on fire, that's the way my beard is Hard times, jump starting to grind It's all good, y'all Things fall apart sometimes Let it go, let me know when you're ready, though Don't push me, cuz To the edge, I'm close When the time comes Ride for something Or live to be nine And then just die for nothing Speak their heart Your baby speak their mind And I'ma play their part And I'ma freak that Rhyme one time for you Rhyme one time for you I'm an island, man There ain't nothing else by me, man And I drink enough whiskey To float a battleship around this bitch Any motherfucking how Welcome to the Miserable Retail Slave Show. I'm coming to you from the pod shack outside beautiful Flint, Michigan, USA. My name is Randy. How is everybody doing today? I'm flying so low, so low. No Tommy here. Nope, it's full on Randy today. It's getting all Randy up in here. Huh? My ego is out of control with all the randiness happening here on this episode of the old MRS if this is your first time listening, hi. Thanks for showing up. We appreciate you. If you're a long-time, dear, devoted listener, my gosh, you're my favorite people, you know? Gonna do it without you. You understand? So, uh, yeah, solo show. 
Still kind of weird. Still kind of strange. Little bit odd, you know? But we'll power through it together, right? I mean, this might not be a full-length episode. We'll see how much rambling I can get on without uh, completely losing my, my, my marbles here. So let's uh, summarize the key points we've learned so far. Okay, um, lasers, not as bad as we thought. Uh, sex is weird. People got weird sexual fantasies. Like, if your sexual fantasy is to uh, whack off and let your leavings land on blind squirrels, then you might be a freak and a creep and, I don't know, stay in your... Locked up in your own house, okay? Don't come out in the real world. And uh, point three, don't be a creep, okay? We summarized up pretty good, huh? Boy, oh boy, my 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 social media, specifically that book of faces at Facebook.com, boy, howdy, is it blowing up? Because all the people that I somehow friended from high school, oh my God, they're just all a flutter because... Big 20-year class reunion. It's the happening of the summer. That's what's going to happen. And if you're thinking to yourself, I can't imagine something that Randy would want to do less in the summertime than go to a stupid high school class reunion, you are correct. That is the thing that I would least like to do this summer. Like, let's be honest here. Let's be honest. Ain't nobody at that class reunion on the edge of sanity just dying to see me. Okay? It's just not going to happen. The other thing is, I I follow you on social media. I'm pretty well caught up. I saw your video on World Star Hip Hop. You were keeping it real and fighting an Arby's employee over a carton of curly fries. We are all caught up, okay? I know every time you have a headache... I know every time you're frustrated with your S.O., your significant other, like, I get it. It's all good. Social media has killed the class reunion. I've seen some of these people outside of the the realm of the internet. Like, we're friends on Facebook. We don't message each other. I still somehow weirdly know what's going on in their lives like a weird voyeuristic stalker. And then I'll see them in real life. And nobody knows how to interact. Nobody knows how to say hi or if they should say more than hi or, oh, I saw your new car you just got. That's great. You know, is that weird? Possibly. So now you have a group of people connected by the Internet who barely interact but somehow knows everything that's going on in each other's lives And they're all going to be shoved into a room, awkwardly shuffling their feet and being weird and not knowing what to say. And No, thank you. I don't want to. I really don't. I mean, what do you have to catch up on, honestly? The only way I would go is if I had a date. That's the only way I would go. And if I was drunk or I got drunk in the parking lot. Because I can't imagine. I imagine going to this class reunion and everybody tried to puff up back in their old high school roles. Like, oh, I'm the cool guy. No, you're not. Like, I mean, let's get a group, large group of people together who are bonded together forever based on the fact they're all vaguely the same age. Throw them together, have them mingle. Nobody's the same person they were back in high school, and if you are, you're pathetic. I mean, goddamn, change a little bit, would you? Personal growth, try it. 
working on your character, try it. I don't know, maybe I'm just an old curmudgeon. Maybe it's going to be the party of the century and I'm going to miss out, but so be it. Oh, what else is new? The other day I was listening to the uh, satellite radio, Sirius XM Octane. Uh, in case you don't know, this, they play fart rock on that channel. That's This is where all the Bushlight dads go to rock, you know, and stay relevant in their cargo shorts. And I call it fart rock because it's basically just like jingly guitars and lyrics about nonsense. And it's not like meaningful game-changing material like my first single from Narkfist, which I played a while ago. I, f I feel like we need to revisit that right now. One, two, three, four. This is my angry punk rock song. My mom don't get me at all. This is my angry punk rock song. My mom don't get me at all. This is my angry punk rock song. You know, that that was my first single from my band Narkfist called Angry Punk Rock Song, parentheses, my mom don't get me at all. And my band is called Narkfist because we ball our hands into a fist and put it right in the tattle and mouths of all the narcs, you know? That's not a real thing. It's a joke. Do you understand jokes? Do you understand how they work? It's satire, you know? It's not a real song. Well, it is because I screamed on it but but I was listening to Sirius XM and the band Shinedown was on and well they apparently had a new single and they played a clip of one of the members of the band trying to uh convey the meaning of the song and it was the most ridiculous thing I've I've ever heard like the song is is about the divide between good man and bad man and it's called Gray Man because in this world, you see, there's chutes and there's ladders. And never shall you climb a chute when you go down a ladder. And really what the song is trying to tell you is that the poor is the poor and the man is the man. But sometimes we can all come together as one and be an unman. And I'm like, what? What are you trying to even say? I I was paraphrasing, of course, but... That was the gist of it, just rambling like I am right now about the the depth and meaning of this song. And I'm like, dude, it's called like Monster or something. I, I'm sure it's not that deep. I'm sure it's not. Like somebody's a monster, I get it. He could have said that in like three words. Like my dad sucks and we would have gotten the meaning of the song Monster, okay? You know, I ranted earlier about... People disappointing you, you know? And I try to be respectful at all times. Believe it or not. In real life, you know, people always think that I kind of... I think listeners think that I kind of hate people, and that's not necessarily true. It's not. I love people watching. I think people are very interesting. There's nothing better than a good people watch. And the fact is, if I meet you in real life, chances are I'll kind of like you. I'll find something to like about you and be like, hey, that's a good person, you know? Until proven otherwise, of course. But if I don't know you in real life and I'm just people watching you, then I'm going to sit back and judge the fuck out of you. That's what I'm going to do. It's true. 
I always see disappointing behaviors out there in the world. Like, I think some moms needed to take their sons by the ear a little bit more and uh, really cuff them in the back of the head, wash their filthy mouths out with soap or something. Who here actually got their mouth washed out by soap? I want to hear from you. Call the Miserable Hotline, 810-328-3826. Leave a voicemail message. But I was at the retail paradise that gainfully employs me last night. And this this boy, I don't know, he was probably late 20s, early 30s. Backwards hat, 5 o'clock shadow, squinty eyes. The only reason I knew that he existed in this universe is because he uh, tried talking to me, asking a question. Usually when people come into the retail paradise that gamefully employs me, they come in with these terrified eyes. I don't know why they're always so scared. Like, oh, God, oh, my God. You know, eyes darting to and fro, like going to the grocery store, some horror show or something. Or maybe they're just intimidated by the fact that I'm judging the fuck out of them from afar. Could be. But I was busy doing my, my work like a worker man do. And I hear, dude. Literally, that's what I heard. I'm like, speak up, you know? So I said, excuse me? He said, dude. I'm like, can you form syllables with that stupid mouth? Could you? And he was with his mom, I guess. Which is fine, whatever. I'm not judging that. Maybe his mom needs help at the grocery store. I don't know. Who knows? But you think she'd take this this boy aside and be like, hey, first of all, you're all grown up. You don't need to be wearing your hat backwards. Second of all, you don't need to be calling people dude in public. Can you imagine I got called dude in public? What is this world? I got called dude in public by a 30-year-old that I didn't know. How about you uh, study a little bit of social interaction, could you? Could you get a clue there? But I can't believe this mom didn't, hasn't taken this boy aside and said, boy, put your hat on the right way, shave that face, don't be a mumblefuck when you talk, and act right. Actually, I should probably be more like this guy because I think he has all the confidence in the world, as in he has no clue about his his general surroundings. He seemed like that cocky sort, you know? He had his sort of walk about him, more of a gallop, really. I, I found out that he was looking for mushrooms. I'm not sure if he realized that uh, the mushrooms we sell at the store aren't the psychedelic kind, but whatever. He got them. He's going to try, I guess. I gave him the mushrooms. He goes, thanks, dude. And then he galloped away. And then I watched, I watched, I happened to look up as he was leaving the store. I saw him trot by. Not a care in the world, this guy. He kind of had that air of confidence about him, but it wasn't really confidence. It was blissful ignorance. And I think that's good sometimes. I think everybody could use a little bit of blissful ignorance in their lives. I'd be a lot better off if I didn't overthink everything. It was a little bit more blissfully ignorant. Case in point, here's a segment I like to call Catfish of America. Thank you, disembodied Tommy's voice on the soundboard. This is Catfish of America. This is going to be a little bit different installment of 
the COA, the Catfish of America. Usually in this segment, we look at obvious random catfish from the online dating site. Plenty of fish, which I affectionately refer to as plenty of trash. Yes, P-O-T, because. So named because the vast majority of the people on that site seem to be either A, fake, or B, trash, with a few dozen actual real-life people scattered in there. It's like trying to find a needle in the trashiest haystack imaginable. I heard a great poet once say, Well, no one told me life was going to be this way. Clap, 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 clap. And really, I agree completely, you know? I can't seem... I think my own worst enemy is me. I just can't get out of my own way. It's ridiculous. So usually the people, the catfish on this site, are pretty obvious. They're really beautiful, model-type women. Their profiles are usually, but not always, complete nonsense, as we've shown in the past. And the, usually it looks like somebody tried to use Google Translate to type a message. Like, my forks are hard plants for mom. What? Like, who's that fooling? That's not always the case, though. Some of them are actually written well, and you're kind of unsure. You're like, oh, God. So I was absently browsing on the plenty of trash, and I'm not even sure what if I wanted to put forth the effort anymore. Honestly. Like, over it, sick of it, Done. You know, I I log into this dumb site, and usually every time, I don't know what it is recently, I'm just a magnet for these catfish. Every time I log in, I get spammed instantly by like four messages of obvious catfish. And especially if you click on a a profile that's a catfish, you'll immediately get a a message back usually. So I'm browsing through, and I'm like, oh, great, look at this, and I click on the profile, and you know, the profile, see, I don't know, seemed like it was written well. She's really beautiful. There's only three pictures. She doesn't give a, the town she lives in. Gotta be a catfish. You know? So I leave and I, I X out. And I didn't even notice that somewhere along the way, the one that I had viewed had sent me a message. And as I said, literally every time I get onto that site, I get carpet bombed by five, four or five catfish immediately. And most of them say, hey, dear, what's up? And this did not say that, but it was just a short message. And I think, great, what do I do now? Because I'm not sure if she's a catfish. And I want to wish she's not a catfish. So what do I do? So I send a message back. That's what I do. Because I'm like, I'm going to see what's going to happen. I don't remember what I sent back, but it was probably knowing me something hilarious. You know, just a funny, witty guy I am. She doesn't respond back till the next day. But she did respond back, and it was written well. And I'm like, hmm. You know, I'm thinking, is she or is she not a catfish? Like, it's some great conspiracy theory. Like, some shadowy organization is trying to really get to me. Some angered fan of the show, perhaps, is trying to really stick it to me. Oh, wouldn't it be a great practical joke if I catfish this motherfucker? Because usually my go-to move when I start talking to somebody on these sites is uh, I Google them just to find a social media site or something to confirm they exist. This one couldn't find a single thing. And I'm like, God damn it. So the paranoia is really setting in, you know? Like, what do I do? 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 
But at the same time, I'm actually really excited about this because she's engaging in conversation and she's gorgeous and hey, girl, hey, you know? So she sends me a message that says something along the line of, uh, you don't seem like a creeper and hopefully I'm not wrong about this. You don't turn out to be a creep, but here's my number if you want to text and set. And I'm like, God damn it. What do I do here? Like, do I send her a text and immediately some big fat hairy man named Roger sends me a a, a nude self-portrait of himself and then I've been had and I'm the laughing stock of the universe? But I roll the dice. I'm like, okay, let's do this. And the first thing I say is, well, I ask her for a selfie because I think she might be a catfish. This is what I say because I'm a fucking idiot, you know? I feel like the biggest dork. The biggest dork. That's what happens when you overthink things sometimes. Sometimes, like I said, could have been like mumble, mumbling dude, bro. Could have just been like blissfully ignorant. Just roll with it. Oh, Randy can't roll with it. Randy's got to overthink everything. So then we text back and forth a little bit. She did send me a selfie. Yeah, it was her. But man, that can't be a great first impression, right? So the next day, we talk a little bit in the morning, text back and forth. And right as I'm about to walk into the retail paradise that gamefully employs me, she calls me. Like, I'm almost late to work. So I'm like, oh, I'm just about into, gotta go to work, gotta gotta be response, gotta, can't be late. I just seem like the biggest fool, you know? Here she is. She calls me on the phone, wants to chat. I can't because I'm going to work. Seem like the biggest fool. Dropping the ball left and right, left and right, left and right. This is what I do. This is what I do. It's like I have a big cloud of misfortune over me, you know? And it's all because, and it all started because my paranoid little brain thinks the world is somehow out to get me, which is dumb, which is stupid. So then I get the idea, of course, after I've been... Nothing but charming, LOL, smiley face. I get the idea that I need to ask her out because, honestly, one day of talking to me and acting a fool and accusing her of being a catfish and generally acting like a paranoid, schizophrenic, unstable sociopath is a good way to get a person to like you. So, obviously, that's the move. You ask her out, you know. Instead of just being myself and seeing what happens, I try to force the goddamn issue. In the words of the immortal... Dr. Penrose. You need to shoot your shot. So I did. I asked her out, and there was no response. And the next day, I think, God damn it, that was stupid. You've been stupid. You're nothing but stupid, you know? So I apologize. I apologize. I did. I feel like in this era of forced apologies, a sincere, a sincere apology is kind of lost. I feel like in order to... Most people, in order to apologize, you either have to be caught in the act or confronted about something to apologize. And that's dumb. If you're any sort of person of character, you shouldn't be afraid to apologize when you've actually done something wrong. You know? And I feel like I did something wrong. I feel like I put her on the spot, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, so I apologized, and I didn't really expect a response back. But she did, and she said she was a bit freaked out. So, I don't know. We've been chatting a little bit on that Snapchat. You know, filters and selfies and whatnot. I I don't think it's going well. I think I completely ruined it. So, you know, whatever. 
We'll see what happens. It's really disappointing. Not only because she was very cute, but also because she seemed to be a decent person, which I've been railing against this whole episode. You be a decent person, people. So it it's disappointing and it sucks, you know. That's a new, fresh new coat of pain to cover up all the previous coats. Still has that new pain smell even. It's disappointing. Who knows? Never say never. Who knows what happens? This world is crazy and wacky. Maybe there's hope for me yet. On a more cheery note, here's an actual catfish of America headline. I want chum with benefits. <laughs> I want a chum with benefits. I love it, catfish. Her her interest, in case you weren't thinking that she was uh, fake, her interests are pretty smile, hanging with friends, and I love boobs in all capitals. Uh, chum with friends. You know, what a great headline. You, you you don't hear that. I recently heard the term. One of my younger friends told me she was uh, talking to a, a mutual friend of ours, and she was uh, saying they were fr- they were friends with flirting. I go, what is that? And she was like, it was friends with benefits. We just flirt. Ha ha. It's the new thing. And I thought that was hilarious to me. Friends with flirting. I'm sure the 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 lad she's speaking to is really all about the friends with flirting part. I'm sure his blue, I'm sure his blue balls really appreciate it. I want a chum with benefits. This is what her profile reads: I take into account myself, a sweet, honest personi, macaroni, pepperoni, personi. I am a tough worker. I am seeking for someone that is fun and honest. In addition to that, desires to enjoy their life with someone unique. I am not into games. You know, she's not into that PlayStation 4. She ain't into that Xbox One. She ain't playing no games. She doesn't need your mind games either, brother. She's a sweet, honest persona seeking a chum with benefits, okay? She has no time for your games. Shoot your shot, 2K19. That's a game I play. And I did. I shot my shit. Kind of, uh, Kind of misfired, and uh, it happens. There's plenty of catfish in the sea, right? Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, boy. How, I hope this uh, wasn't a great big disappointment for you this episode here. Uh, I'm amazed that I've managed to ramble on this, this far, this long. And I hope you haven't changed the station. Do, us, do me a great big favor. Go on to that Facebook.com and join our Facebook group. Facebook.com. Search Miserable Retail Slave. If you want to follow me on Instagram, just search that hashtag, Miserable Retail Slave. Follow me on Twitter, MRetailSlave. By the way, don't forget, May 17th, 7 p.m., we're going to be live on Twitch with the Epic Film Guys for live stream for The Cure 3. We're going to be on for an hour. It's going to be fun. Last year was a fun, fun time. We're raising money for cancer research. And we need your eyes, your ears, your promotional skills. Like, tell everyone you know about this. And we need your donations because we're raising money for that cancer research. We need to we need to get rid of that cancer. It's no good for anybody. We hate that cancer. We don't need it. We don't need it. 
But I need you to come back next week, next time. Hopefully there'll be a, a laughing stupid Tommy here. I'll be here. I hope you understand the moral of the episode today. Life is better with a laser background. We'll see you next time on Miserable Retail Slave. Bye-bye. Weightless, space boots and a major buzz. Ojibwe powwow, they call me crazy lungs. Saber-toothed tigers on the native drugs. Stay spun, reminiscing about the way it was. Stargazers, chilling in the same hell. Pray tell, the villains get paid well. Just another beast lighting up my brain cells. Shooting for the moons, looking for my angel. So many lost loves, a band dreaming of them. Feeling lifeless, the buzz got me scheming again. Broke a couple hearts, in these Timberlands. Fur coat, and whatever weather, killer cam. Stay chilling, man. D-boy, damn it, I'm a satellite spinning around this Detroit planet. Nightcrawler under streetlights hanging, I'm a ugly motherfucker.